Hi folks, welcome to Set on the Screen Live tonight. We're going to talk about an upcoming MAME tournament and we'll have Paul on the program. Hi folks, welcome to Set on the Screen Live tonight. We're going to talk about an upcoming MAME tournament and we'll have Paul on the program. With some MAME games tonight if we're not playing in the tournament, so stick around. Coming at you live from the Detroit studios in downtown Farmington Hills. It's Settle It on the Screen Live! Tonight's hosts are Josh Hauslander, Michael Soroka, and Inglendo. Paul Horniski's joining us on the show tonight. He's going to discuss the upcoming eSports main tournament, the MGL32. And of course, we'll have all the latest video game world records from TwinGalaxies.com. Couch Co-op, baby. Josh and Mike are going to play something. Hi, folks. Welcome to Set on the Screen Live, the late night show to entertain and inform you about the world of competitive gaming, mostly high score chasing at TwinGalaxies.com or some other website or speedruns or etc. I am joined by my co-host, of course, Glenn. Uh, Glenn, no, Josh Houselander. Hey, Tonight. what's up? Sorry, it's a... Unusual thing they just scripted in my mind that right. comes out. It happens. It happens. Glenn's here more often I, than I'll I am. Even if you're here, I'll try probably introduce him first because he's virtual. But Josh is here. Glenn could be joining us later, possibly, and uh, we'll have a hopefully. Uh, we haven't found him, Paul Horninski. I think Horniski. Yeah, uh, he'll be joining us tonight, talking about uh, awesome meme tournament to kind of hold you over to the internet gaming bashing. I want to say bashing internet gaming bash of the year that's coming in July, but this will hold you over till then. But hopefully he can join us here shortly. And we'll talk about that. It might be more your cup of tea too if you're a, if you're a classic, you know, mm -hmm. classic arcade gamer, which is what Paul's uh, tournament yeah. focus is yeah, on today. On the, so Miss Pac-Man, the anything before '86. Yeah, I'd like to say. Uh, but we should ask him that. Yeah, you know, they, those are his, you know, his parameters. Yeah. He might be sitting at home trying to Skype in right now, going like, "No, it's '88, you jerks." I like '89, but not '91. Especially if it's before '84, no way. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe maybe '86 is too late. Maybe it's too early. Nevertheless, let's celebrate the latest video game world record. Celebrate at TwinGalaxies.com. World records. World records in one. World records! World records in what? World records! World records in what? We got those world records playing video games! The latest video game world records celebrated here at TwinGalaxies.com. These are about a, I don't want to say a week old, but they're not, they're freshly verified. Uh, hi, Bob Johnson. It's nice to see you. Thanks for watching us tonight. Make sure you guys love and share our video tonight so these world record holders can get some fame on, the, on your news feed. Um, congratulations to Daniel Larson from Northern Europe, a new world record on Escape from the Planet of, Ro of the Robot Monsters. Uh, the setting, set one, 401,300 points. He took the arcade world record, and now he has the main world record. Very cool. Doing it the correct order, in my opinion. Nice job, Daniel. I Is that the correct? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that, that's cool. I like that. Uh, this world record's from Jesse Porter in Roscoe, Texas, USA. He's got the new world record. The Super Nintendo Entertainment System, Cool Spot, 
NTSC points, 465,830 points. That is a cool game. I yes. like that game. And Jesse is the world record on the Sega Genesis now and the Super Nintendo. Very cool. See? He did it the right way, did he? Did, uh, he did, in my opinion, he did Genesis uh, first, yeah. then Super Nintendo. And that, yeah, you know... What what's that better on SNES or, or Genesis? The game's almost identical. Yeah, I'd love so. to ask Jesse what he what yeah, he that would be what he, a uh, great question to ask because I, I was always a Super Nintendo guy myself, but uh, but that yeah, that's a, a cool game. On that both, game though. is I don't want to say it's identical on both systems, but I think just the the pacing of the play is pretty much identical. You know, okay. honestly, it's like it feels like Donkey Kong Country, just the way. The yeah, spot that's, that's moves. a good comparison. And he yeah. moves like that on Genesis too. Okay. Cool okay. spot does. Well, Jesse does too because he's playing his cool spot. Nevertheless, <laughs> congratulations to Brandon Finton and Gabriel Inman of uh, uh, Texacana, Texas. I'll say. Texas, Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see. I wasn't his. sure Gabriel. Yeah, that's true. Well, Gabriel's lumped in with where Brandon lives. We just, you know, yeah. that's how it is. A new world record on the PlayStation 4. Wow, brand new game. Call of Duty Black Ops 3. I know it's not brand new, but uh, a new system. Zombies, the giant mode, two-player co-op. Fittingly, tonight on a couch co-op. 164,350 points. Nice job, Brandon Gabriel. That's awesome. I love Team World Records. I do too, Mike. I do too. You and I had some Team World Records back in the day. I think we're about to lose one, unfortunately. I think we are too. To Mr. Felix and some. And, and when you're when you're me, by the way, that is a brand new game. To a classic gamer, yeah. that game came out like seven seconds ago. Yep. But speaking of classic gamers, this new world record's from Rudy Ferretti on the Intellivision Shark Shark. NTSC pal default settings: hundred twenty-one thousand eight hundred and fifty points. What's better than having one shark? A shark shark. Having a shark shark, yes. I'm excited Congrats, to, Rudy. I'm excited to play that game. I don't know if I could beat Rudy's score. I, I finally got that for the Intellivision. Oh, really? One of the few popular games that I didn't have. Okay, right on. I, uh, we'll see. I doubt, Never, I doubt I'll get that high. Can't say I've ever played Shark Shark before. Hmm. It's a good game. Is it? I played it at the uh, Twin Galaxies tournament for the first time. I'm like, oh, I need to get this game. I got okay. it for a dollar the other day, so I'm in. Congratulations to Sean McCod from Gasoline Alley, USA. Playing the crew, Scramble, skill one. A score of 4,409 points on the PlayStation 4. Awesome job. Cool that uh, maybe we'll see some competition on the crew racing game. Get away Be cool. from that Trackmania Turbo. Even though Trackmania Turbo is awesome. It is. But, it is. But, yeah, it's diversify been, your racing. Yeah, games. the scores have been very heavy on the Trackmania Turbo. Over uh, you know last few weeks though, speaking of scores that are always coming coming in heavy, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. John Brissy from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, he had a new world record in the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, SFC Street Racer NTSC, Frank Two, fastest lap, twelve point oh three. Nice work, the Briss. Yeah, so let's just talk about him for a little bit longer, just by coincidence, because. His name. Oh, no, go back! Oh. There you go. I just wanted to see his name twice on the screen. See? Bottom ticker. Oh, yeah, for those that's of you who don't cool. know, those are the latest world records on the bottom ticker for, for you newbies watching us tonight. Very cool. I, just, I knew it was coming, so I'm like, I want to see Brissy on the screen twice. Yeah, who doesn't want to see Brissy on the screen twice? That's right. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll get a wish tomorrow. What's funny, Mike, <laughs> is if you wouldn't have said anything, I wouldn't have changed his... Uh, 
title off. Oh, okay. Oh, well. No, whatever. It worked. It's a live show. Yeah. yeah. Not scripted. Right. We definitely did not script when that was when the bumper was going to come across. <laughs> Impossible. Congratulations to Max Horasky of Ghost Town, USA. Uh, Trackmania Turbo Black Series. How about Black Series? Oh, man. Just unlocking the Black Series is an achievement in itself. A new world record score of 53.86 seconds on Trackmania Turbo. Nice job. Here's a new world record from Sean Dwyer, Austin, Texas, on the Sega Genesis, Sega Mega Drive, Blockout, NTSC, Points, 3D Mania, 30,379 points. Congrats, Sean. Congratulations to Matthew Felix of Animal, California. A new world record. Oh, the competition's getting tight on these Android Angry Birds seasons. Uh, Marie Hammonette, 1-5, 197,760 point, inching out the previous world record by, it looks like, 70 points. Wow. So uh, that's uh, pretty uh, awesome. I'd like to see the close competition. Will it get, will, will, will 200,000 possible? We'll see. You guys come on, Nick. Well, you do it, it, Nick. Why don't you be one of Yeah, the if it's so records? easy, why don't you get 200,000, Nick? Yeah, yeah, come on. Well, that easy. Oh, oh, okay. The guy, All right. the guy who likes to talk in the control room. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like. Big talking from the control room, always. Like, well, that's you know, an easy score. Do you know who doesn't just talk big from the control room, who actually makes good on the screen? Mm -hmm. Marco Sandoval from Santa Monica, <laughs> California. He's got a new world record on the Commodore 64 bowling, high-tech software, EMU points, 187. That doesn't sound like a lot of points, but that's a lot of points in that game. Mm-hmm. Nice work, Mr. Sandoval. No, I have to take Nick's camera away. Yeah, I, yeah. Right, right now, our I have no control. Our, it could be the Nick show by the, by the <laughs> right. The I mean, people don't realize what's going on here. They, I mean, well, maybe they do to some degree, but Nick is actually sabotaging his own show right now. I mean, he is. I mean, we're trying to read, and he's putting his face over yeah, the words it, that that we're supposed to read. I see. I don't need to see Jar Jar. <laughs> It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Misa? <laughs> oh, Nick. Love you, buddy. Love you. Good stuff. Oh, he's making it fancy, too. Folks. Oh, jeez. Congratulations to Roger Blair from Mountain City, Tennessee, United States of America. Uh, new world record on Angler Dangler. Awesome. A fishing game. Uh, I'm playing MAME. 60,900 points. Awesome job, Roger. It's, it's, I, it was kind of weird. I was about to say Vectrex when I just, it was like an automatic thing. So, oh, yeah. Uh, venturing on down to the other systems. Awesome. He's got a lot of cassette world records coming up. Cool. And is that it? That is it. Oh. Okay. Wow. Those are the latest video game world records. Celebrate at TwinGalaxies.com. If you think you can be on the scores, just. Okay. Just came across my desk, nevertheless. That's fine. Oh. It's VHS tape. Uh-oh. VHS tape of Al Birdman from all of Canada. New world record on Shark Shark. Oh. In television. Just, man, somebody else tries to get some fame in there, and he goes and takes it right back. Yeah. Edges out, Mr. Rudy Ferretti, but... Uh Rudy's a competitor. This this could this could go back and forth a lot. Mm -hmm. I wonder. I'm curious if he's... 
Yeah, he, yeah. Ugh. Well, I, I understand that the game gets brutal. From my understanding, I don't know enough about it. I haven't played it enough. Like, it gets brutally tough at that part of the, towards that scoring part of the game. So, so basically, what we're saying right now is, be excited, Rudy. To, watch. to you, Mr. Al Berman is saying it's on like Donkey Kong mm-hmm. or it's on like Shark Shark. Yeah, it's on like the big shark. What? See, why is why wasn't that like the the famous saying? Like, oh, that's it, son. It's on, like, Shark Shark. Because it's in television. Oh. Right? It's in television. I, I thought maybe it was there's just only a few. There's only a select few amazing people who enjoy it in television. Okay. Like me and Albert. I don't know what, Mike. I don't agree with that with that assessment. And for that, it's on, okay. like, Shark Shark. Okay. All right. It's on, like, Shark Shark. <laughs> uh, hi, uh, Data God. It's nice to see you. Um, how do you, how do I have a Twin Galaxies hoodie? Uh, you're going to want to watch Taunt Fest. Uh, that is also on Facebook, but make sure you watch both of our shows. Um, yes, Twin Galaxies organi- organization that, uh, sets up the H1Z1 tournaments. Uh, but you're going to want to watch Taunt Fest. That's a separate Facebook page, buddy. Um, so, uh, we hope you stick around, but, uh. Yeah, for w- sure. Austin, you want to win a hoodie and I'll do it. We, Austin, we could get you a hoodie. Uh, we yeah. we could get you a hoodie. It can, might not be an in-game hoodie, right? But we right. can make you a hoodie if you look at our track record. We give out jackets too. We yeah, give we out, give out jackets. We jackets all the time. We could we could have a competition to win a hoodie. The it's on like shark shark. I'm not saying I want to go through the process of making another article of clothing, but we could make it happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Yeah, Austin, we can get you a hoodie. What what size are you? Let's put it in the chat. We need to, we know we need to know this. We need to know what. What's, we're gonna I'm gonna get Austin a hoodie. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm we not giving him no in-game hoodie. See, you know, I nothing against Mr. Austin, mm-hmm. you know, or Miss Mr. Mr. Adams, Adams, I should say, Austin Adams. Nothing against him, but Mr. Janot yeah. earned his jacket mm-hmm. through years. I mean. Austin just asked for it in the chat. Yeah, that's true. I think he's gonna have to beat one of the I mean, records that we just announced. Yeah, tonight. I mean, Austin, he's gonna have to do something. We're gonna have to. He's going to need. That's to, right. Yeah. We can't just give we, out hoodies. That's right. Th- thanks, Josh. Next thing you know, me. somebody's gonna be on there saying, yeah. "Hey, I sure would like to have a Twin Galaxies car." Yeah. And Nick's gonna pop up his little face over at Jar Jar and be like, okay. "We can make that we'll happen." happen. <laughs> I'll get you a car. You might not like the car, but I'm getting you a car. And uh, Ben Gillen, yes, I have been out in the sun. Thanks for noticing. It's, nice. it's finally nice here in Michigan. Folks. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, definitely yeah, Austin, been out in the sun. Be one of those world records today. Beat the Shark Shark world record. Sound like Shark Shark. <laughs> it does like Shark Shark. <laughs> we'll get you a Shark Shark hoodie <laughs> with the Twin Galaxies logo on it. I know you want that. That's, that's the, hey, I want a Twin Galaxies hoodie, too. Talk to Mr. Jace. I haven't, I've been waiting a couple months for mine. Hey, never Nick, <laughs> can I have a pet gorilla? We can make that happen. Um, nevertheless, those are the latest video game world records. If you can beat them, make sure you guys try. Go to TwinGalaxies.com, nevertheless. Let's, um, real quickly, I know Paul's waiting there anxiously, and I, I'm anxiously talk to him. Let's get out the other junk out of the way. It's not junk. It's a pinball tournament. Um, I announced it yesterday. I posted it on the Twin Galaxies website. Really quick, folks. Uh, pinball Arcade has free pinball tables on the Android and iOS platform. So if you have a cell phone, smartphone, iPad, tablet 
uh, you can download Pinball Arcade for free, and you can play these four pinball tables for free. Wow. I'm holding a tournament, or Silent the Screen's holding a tournament here. Not a huge prize. Um, you know, let's go to the next page, Nick, real quick. Um, oh, the other one, sorry. we put I put them out of order. That's going to be classic VGC. Oh, the... Um, if you get first place for the month of June on Safe Cracker, you get nine points. If you get third place on, I already forgot the tables, on Whitewater, that, you know, add them up, you get 12 points. Whoever gets first out of the standings will win a $30 uh, gift card. Uh, nice. Also, there's a consolation prize to this Android iOS contest. Um, if you just submit a score, one score, to any of the pinball tables, you'll get one entry into a... Uh, just ran a drawing for a ten dollars Steam card. We actually have oh, another one laying around cool. that we have to get rid of by the end of the month. So just by submitting a hundred point score on Safecracker, you could have a chance to just win. You could months. win. You could be a so winner. The only thing it costs you is a tiny bit of time and uh, a couple submission points. So go ahead and do that. And then the other one, real quickly. Um, We'll get there. It's the uh, since there's free games on Android, there's one free table uh, for Pinball Arcade on the PC. This is a little contest too. Like I said, we had another Steam gift card to get away give away. Uh, whoever gets first place, I Medieval Madness for the month of June. So it's a free table. Got a PC. If it can run Pinball Arcade, which most computers can, after 2010 you can play it. Um, free game, free fun, start competing. Sounds awesome. Yes. Sounds awesome. That is a great way to get prizes. Mm -hmm. You know, that's earning prizes, not just asking for them. William McAvoy, no car for you, okay? Yes. Just no car for you, man. But, that, I mean, this this is how you this is how you win prizes, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, just, you don't even have to do hey, well. Just Austin, submit a score, Austin and you can win. Austin Adams, if you are the first person to submit to that contest that we just talked about, you would be the world record holder. That Ooh. It's that simple, folks. All right. It's a good but point. A lot of us are classic arcade gamers here. Um, no, I don't want to do that, but that's okay. Um, classic arcade. Everyone's waiting for the Igby tournament, the awesome yes. uh, MAME tournament. Uh, but there is another tournament going on, and we have Paul Hornitsky. I can't say it right. Hornitsky. Hornitsky. Is that correct? <laughs> Hey guys, how are you all? We're great. Good, how are you tonight? Absolutely fantastic. I just want to say, first of all, thanks very much for for inviting me on the show. That's fantastic. And how do you say my name? Well, you can just call me Triple O. That's as simple as you can do it. That's how I wanted to, and that's how I always <laughs> see your name on the, on the forum. So, uh, Actually, good morning to you, right? Well, yes, it is, but uh, if you're a video gamer, which all you guys out there and gals are, it doesn't matter what time of day it is, you just play. That's right. <laughs> so what is this MAME tournament? Uh, why don't you give us a little background information? Okay, let's go through this. So it's called the MGL, and MGL stands for MAME Gaming League. It was a league that was formed 11 years ago in the Southern Hemisphere at a internet site called AussieRK.com where, as you know, when the video games crashed back in the early 80s and the arcades closed down, it was fantastic that a software was produced called MAME back in 97 so that people could play these classics again. 
And, you know, not everyone can go to an arcade, as you know. So yeah. it's about being able to send it out worldwide, no matter where you are, whether in Texas, Seattle, Miami, doesn't matter. If there's no arcade next to you, you can always play a main game. And so the idea was 11 years ago to form this group. They started playing and it's grown over the years. And what was so fantastic about Twin Galaxies is that Jace purchased the company not long ago. He's done fantastic things with the company. And by doing that, I thought it was a natural extension that we add the MGL to Twin Galaxies as well. So we now got the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere covered. And so that means every minute of every day, somewhere or someone <laughs> is playing in the MGL. So that was the concept behind what it's all about. You also have both galaxies covered too. Ooh. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> well, you could say it that way. And uh, like I said before, it's uh, the classic arcade gaming is where it all began. And today's games, like if you play Nintendo, you play PC, they're all fantastic games. I play them too. They're awesome. But what's important is with CAG gaming is where it, it is where it began. Those games are so relevant today. And in a way, there's what we call a renaissance in CAG gaming today. And we can even talk about that if you want to later on. Well, just here in the United States, there's a resurgence of, uh, well, it's not, there's not arcades anymore. It's right. since everybody's grown up, they're barcades, because back right. in the day, <laughs> we weren't old, or weren't old enough to drink and play, but now that everybody who loves those games are restoring them, I mean, the amount of market value, just the arcade game has gone up in the past 15 years here in the States. Um, you know, it, it is definitely a renaissance of bringing those games. I don't want to say bringing them back. They never win anywhere. It's no, just, you're right. It's yeah, just you're right. everybody's paying attention to them, or they have the time now to pay attention to them. I think it's more of a generation thing. I No, I think that's I think that's a good point, too, Mike. I, no, and, uh, you know, Paul, I definitely want to hear hear your take on some of that, too, because I'm, I'm a retro gamer, you know, through and through, and I've said that a million times on this show. So everyone knows it, or if they care, they know it. But so that that is uh, that is uh, good to hear from another uh, CAG gamer. I like that. Uh, I like that uh, acronym, CAG. Well, well, I agree. I agree with both of what you've just said. But if I can just put a little bit more dimensional meat on that thought, um, the barcades are just more than barcades. I mean, if you go down to New York, you've got three barcades down there that are doing extremely well. You can drink, sure, but you can play games. It's awesome. And it may not always be just arcade games. Some of these barcades are putting in consoles as well. But if you go to Grinkers, that's fantastic. Ground control, awesome. <laughs> and these are barcades that, where they will just keep increasing. And I've only mentioned a few. But then if you look at all the arcades that are pure arcades, like Richie Knuckles Arcade, you look at Galloping Ghost, which is absolutely amazing. Fun Spot oh, is God. out there. John Salter's Arcade is operational. You've got Ken House, all these fellas doing this type of marketing and work in arcades. If you look in the last five, ten years and seen this growth, I think it's absolutely fantastic for the sport because it is esports. 
And this is what Jace is talking about quite often when he uh, communicates at TG. And it's very healthy, and that's only one part of it. Um, if you look at another part, if you look at the film industry, oh, like yeah. King of Kong, I mean, it, it's just amazing, like King of Kong 2007 or 2009 when it started. But you've had fantastic uh, movies since then, um, when you've got, say, the video craze with Dan Zara uh, mm -hmm. producing that. Oh, yes. And you've got uh, Space Invaders in Search of Lost Time, absolutely fantastic film as well. King of the Arcade with Richie Knuckles, Sean Tiedemann's work, brilliant work. And then you go into the greater budget films like Wreck-It Ralph, which was an absolute sensation. And I would have to say I really love watching Pixels as well. Hmm. So if you look at all those movies put together, plus what we talked about with the barcades, plus what we talked about the arcades, and we add in Twin Galaxies, plus we add in, say, all the forums. So we've got the Twin Galaxies forum, we've got Aussie Arcade. We've got uh, the Donkey uh, Kong Forum, which is also very respectable. Look at Mark, the wonderful yeah. things they've done for decades. Mm -hmm. It's just fantastic. <laughs> and I'll even mention CAG DC. They do great work there too. So you've got all that angle as far as CAG gaming is concerned. And then if you add in all the journalists and all of the people who post on the internet, whether you like them or hate them or love them, mm -hmm. it's important in CAG to have a point of view. Yeah? Oh, yeah, we've got some we've got some great women writers out there who are writing controversial work, but it's part of the sport. It's part of the culture. Mm. And we need to follow that and read it. And, you know, we do have disagreements and that's what CAG's about. It's about a point of view, playing games and really enjoying it. Well, definitely. So um, let's uh, talk a little bit about the tournament. Who? For those of you who don't know about it, let's let's let them know a few details. Because do they still have time? Obviously, they still have time to participate because it hasn't started tomorrow, correct? Absolutely right. So I'll just go through the basics, make it really simple. What it's about is we're going to be playing nine games over nine weeks, and what will happen is two games will be released start off the tournament and then every week thereafter there will be another game so the whole idea is you don't really know what the games are to start with like if you play IGBY which is a great tournament so is Olympics, absolutely fantastic they're really really good you know the game straight up so you can prepare and play for X amount of weeks and go for it but with this tournament it's very different what we're trying to do here is make all the gamers play the same games at the same time. And you don't know what's coming up. So you've got 17 days to play the best you can. And it is absolutely fantastic to see the, the scores that are put up, <coughs> the banter that actually goes on in the forums. People share tips, they give hints on what to do. And it's about building that community of CAG gaming. It's not just is competition it is that but it also is for all types of gamers and that's what i wanted to stress is that this tournament is for all types of gamers whether you're a pro like martin bedard or donald hayes all these great players or you're a casual player it's really for you to join in and hey you may not be able to win the tournament that may be something that you think but it's possible that you may win a game and you might even beat one of the better players. So 
this is where it's very important that you actually have a go and see what you can achieve. So just continuing on, again, repeating nine games over nine weeks. We've got two games to start it off, and then every week thereafter, on the Friday, we have another game. The point system that will be used is what we call the incremental point system. So that if you get on Dig Dug, say, uh, 5 million points, which I know someone can do, he would get 100 points. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone at TG Somebody can. well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> actually, more than one. There's actually two guys that are exceptionally good at the game. So, not, um, so they get 100 points. Second would get 99 points. Third would get 98 points and so on. So okay. what's so good about this system is it doesn't matter if we get 50 participants and you all play, you're all going to get points. Whereas in other tournaments, sometimes only five or ten players of the top seven get it. This way, if you play and you score, you get points and you get rewarded for that. And the idea is you play the nine games, you get the accumulated points over those nine games. And obviously the person with the highest amount of points is the absolute winner and the champion of MGL 32. Wow. Yeah, I, I love the system too, Paul, because I love how you don't know the games going in. Yeah. That that that's that to me makes it so much fun. And what's cool about this is, you know, you're throwing out names, you're throwing out names like Donald Hayes and guys that we know can play. But what's fun is if you don't if you don't know which games are coming out, then you could be looking up to these great gamers that you've heard of and you could end up beating them. Because you it might be a game that they don't know that they haven't played that they maybe it's a game they never liked and maybe it's one where you're a closet pro at mm -hmm. yeah. you know i mean and th that's what's so fun about it is that it might just be your favorite game that or you know the game that was at the pizza hut right next door to your house yes. <laughs> might be the game that paul picks and then now you only now is it only for for example the first game will be released uh, tomorrow right correct well, I've got an exclusive for this show because oh. you've asked me to come on here. Okay. And I think that's, I'm going to actually release and start the tournament live on Settle It On The Screen tonight. Oh, there we go. Love folks. it. We are that's honored. Guys tune in every night so you get a couple hours extra. Um, <laughs> so when you release this game tonight, um, now just for clarification for my purposes, everybody else probably read the rules properly. <laughs> Now, I, do I only have one week to play this game, or do I have the next eight weeks? Okay. Yeah, excellent question. What it is, you'll get 17 days for each game. Okay, so, perfect. That makes it easy. So that's that one. And just to answer your question before, which was an excellent question about the games, we, the normal process is we ask the gamers to nominate the games, and that's what we did in this tournament. Um, it's just that the... Cutoff was at 8 a.m. Eastern time. And so we've already gotten, I think, 29 responses from gamers who wanted to nominate games. And the process to select the games is as follows. We grab all of the nominations, put them all in a pool. Any duplicates, like let's say three people pick Dig Dug, well, we throw out two of those and we only have one Dig Dug in the pool. So let's say we end up with, say, 50 games in the pool then it is just randomly picked out of that pool what are the nine games to be. So in a, in a way, I'm not really picking them uh, myself. It's really the gamers and what the draw is. 
But as the game master of the tournament, what I try to do is put the games in a great order so that we have more excitement and more engagement in the tournament rather than let's just draw them out and play them as they come out of the hat. And you'll find that normally the, the, the more popular games are in the actual first five selection. And I have a habit of being a little bit of a devil and making the last game one of the hardest games you could possibly imagine. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. You, <laughs> I like you, that. You've gotten it to the end. It's time to grind it out the last week. You know, everybody can ease into it with the games they're, they're used to playing and stuff like right, that. Right, yeah. You don't want to you don't want to make it too easy for them at the beginning, which is basically everything Paul's saying. But then, yeah, at the end, you got to stay in your game because you might think you're doing great at the beginning, but... I mean, I don't know if you're going to release this information, but Nick in the control room wants to know, by chance, is time limit the game that you're announcing tonight? <laughs> was time limit in the crap tournament? Yes, of course it was. <laughs> um, we'll put it this way. Um, no. <laughs> I can't answer it being fair to being the game master. And look, okay. just to explain what game master, and just to, just to explain what game master means. Um, you know, if you play in the NFL or the NBA, you've got a referee, right? And, and that's what you know them as. Well, in, in the esports of, say, tag, you need a little bit more than that. You need the referee, but you also need someone who's going to organize a tournament, and you need someone so you who's need a going commissioner. To... You need a commissioner who lays down the law. <laughs> well, in a way, it could be a commissioner. I'm not Roger Goodell. Um, <laughs> Well, yeah, we don't want you to be him. Let's pick yeah. somebody else. Yeah, thank God. And I don't want, and I don't say the other guy either. <laughs> we're gonna see in a week and a half. But uh, and so what I was trying to say is that you really need to have the referee, the promotion, and the organisation. That's what the game master does. And you know, there's been others who've run IGBY like Wolfman Twenty Four, who who retired from running the tournaments, and Zelnia ran the uh, Y Olympics uh, back in January this year. Similar to those roles, that's what we do. Okay. Okay. Cool. Wow. Awesome. So, now, this, Paul, was th this has always been a MAME tournament, right? This didn't, this didn't switch from being a arcade tournament. This has always been, you know, a, this a is MAME thing. Yeah. This is an excellent question because you're right, that's how it started out. You're 100% correct. But it's changed. We've made some changes in the last two years. So let me explain. This is a main tournament by title, but it is a main tournament that also includes score submissions from the arcade. So you can play at Richie Knuckles Arcade, at Galloping Ghost, or, or Ken House's arcade, wherever you want to, just make sure the game settings are as per the MGL game thread. And if they are that, you can play the games and then you can actually submit your scores. And the way to do it is you just take, you know, you just get your iPhone or your cell phone, whatever you've got, take a shot, post it on the site. I'll manage the scoreboards. What's, what is the added bonus here is that if you've played that game at the arcade or you've played in main these are normally at tg settings oh, and you can submit your scores to tg and so 
The whole idea is not only to play in the tournament, but to also promote TG's gaming system, get people more engaged and get them involved with CAG. And let's just enjoy gaming together as, as the big world community that we are. Hmm. Very cool, yeah. Very cool. So you can, like we talked before the show, before we started the show, we were talking about, oh, we got, we got to start talking about promoting world records 32nd place. So when I play in this <laughs> right. tournament. You know. That's, you know, it, Paul, speaking of world records for Twin Galaxies, you have a number of those yourself, correct? Absolutely. Um, look, I'm an arcade gamer going back to Walter's days. I didn't open an arcade, but I was playing Space Invaders when it came out, just like Ben Gold says, I think, in one of the movies that he was in. And the craze then was absolutely sensational. It was absolutely amazing. And how that transpired into, say, Galaxian, which came next, and how it went into Pac-Man and Ms. Pac-Man and Joust and all these other games... I was there, so I was very lucky to be able to play those games and experience the culture at the time. And, you know, just like a lot of people out there, I played these games. I got pretty good at some games. And when Twin Galaxies came about and I heard about it, I thought I'd wanted to participate and put in some scores. And I've done that. And just so you know, everyone out there who does submit scores, they're all great players, they're all champions in my mind. Doesn't matter whether you come first or 10th or 15th. It's really about learning the games, making friends, and really getting to know what the games are about. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a social aspect of yeah. that. Um, you have 25 world records, right, Paul? Is that, is that are my numbers right? Twin Galaxy statistics are never wrong, so absolutely <laughs> right. There you go. Um, even when they're wrong, they're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, we try to fix them. We'll, we'll, see about we do, that. We, we'll, we'll see about that in a couple of weeks, so that's for a time for another show. We, we, we do what we can. Yeah. What's your favorite world record, Paul? All, all the records you've thrown down over the years, what's, your, uh, what's the one you're most proud of? I'm, well, look, you know, it's a bit like if you've got five kids, which one's your favorite kid? That's really hard to do. Uh, it really is. I would say there's a number of games that I do really enjoy playing, and I always will play, and there are games there that I'm not the world champion that I really enjoy. I mean, I'm not the world champion for Mr. Do. Mr. Do's a fantastic game. How Donald Hayes plays Dig Dug and Ken House the way they do is absolutely <laughs> amazing. No, it is. It, it is absolutely terrific. You know, I've seen Martin Bedard as well play X-Xs, which is one of my favourite games. He's a legend at that game. So I'd rather not shine the light on myself, with all okay. due respect, because as Game Master and, and as hosting the MGL, it's really about the gamers out there. It is the Mike Srokers and the Joss Houselanders who play <laughs> their games too, whether they play... Guitar Hero or whatever they're playing, it's just awesome. And, uh, and that's the culture I'd like to talk about. And mm -hmm. that's why when I think about what Walter Day has done for classic arcade gaming, what he's still doing, trading cards, it's amazing what he's done. And he's not the only one. So it's not just Walter. There's so many people involved with CAG. And it, that's why I'm really happy to be on the show to talk about it, highlight it, you don't have to agree with me. That's part of CAG, but the important thing is to talk about it. Paul, do you play new games at all? Yes, I do. Um, I do. I, look, 
I play PC too. Dark Souls 3, I'm not a great gamer at that, but Dark Souls 3 or Dark Souls, Battlefield, Battlefield 1942, fantastic games. And look, there are so many other games that are just absolutely brilliant. If you're a gamer, you'll play them all. Um, it's just that I have a bit of a niche for CAG because I really do enjoy that, but I've, I don't put my foot on any other console or any other game. I think they're all fantastic. Um, so just everybody in, in the, uh, who's watching the program tonight or uh, later on, uh, to get information, uh, all the stuff we talked about, the best place, if obviously you're on Twin Galaxies' website, uh, is you're going to want to go to the forums and go to the other online contests and tournaments uh, thread. And then in there will be uh, the post for the MGL32. Um, and that's how I, I believe that's how we submit the score, too, if you're from Twin Galaxies. Correct? That's correct. Okay. So what you do is I'm inviting everyone out there who's watching this show right now to come, a, come along and play in the MGL. Now, there's nine games. If you don't want to play on nine, fine. Just pick one that you like, if you like, and get involved with the actual tournament. It's really there for you. If you're new to classic arcade gaming, which is what CAG means, you might want to try the games and try and learn from others of how to play better. And those of you who've been playing for many years, you can always play these games and challenge yourself to see if you can do even better on these scores. So yeah. the answer is yes. If you go to that online site, what you do is you submit your scores if you also want to submit to TG for verification, just make sure you have your IMP file and WLF file if you've got 106 in Wolfmane and get that verified. And if you're at the arcade, like I said, I invite you to go out there, play the games and submit against the MGL as well. Awesome. Um, real quick, uh, we're going to show a little bit of your uh, promotional video and then we'll come back from that. Um, you're, you're ready to make the announcement to start the tournament after the video? Absolutely. Awesome. So, but I also second that too about discovering new games. That's yes. How I discovered Time Scanner. This is a little promo video. I've got a little challenge for you, Sark. A new recruit. He's a tough case, but I want him treated in the usual manner. Train him for the games, let him hope for a while, and blow him away. <laughs> Love it. Well, may maybe Tron's gonna be the first game. I don't know. But you will see. Nick wants to know if the first game's going to be Echo the Dolphin. No, no, no. Nick's actually. <laughs> Nick's referring to. Actually, Nick wanted to know, and we forgot to ask you this sooner, um, uh, Paul. You do have a few main world records for Zookeeper. Have you gotten the kill screen on Zookeeper and seen Echo the Dolphin? <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I actually watched that podcast where that was mentioned. That was mentioned probably about <laughs> And I was shaking my head thinking, what the hell are these guys on? <laughs> yes! All right. Hey. <laughs> That's, that's where the sprite came from. Ed Nunziato, <laughs> that's where he dug it up from. He's like, I'm going to make a game about that guy who never got into Zookeeper. Actually, they should, oh, you know what? They should make a sequel. 
called the Aquarium. <laughs> and it's a guy <laughs> trying to rebuild the glass oh. around the water, keeping the fish in. Yeah. You know? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you know this. This is a great idea. <laughs> oh yeah, Nick's got it here. <laughs> Here's the kill screen, folks. Just to remind Paul what he's looking for next time he plays Zookeeper. We got it here in <laughs> studio. Oh. This here is the uh, here's the the infamous kill screen for zookeeper. of of Zookeeper, <laughs> yes. where. Yeah, I mean, we're years years in advance. Mm -hmm, yeah. The everyone's favorite character, known as Echo the Dolphin, appears. Ironically, when you get a kill screen, you get a s score of zero. Oh, it kill screens after um, what is it after nine trillion nine hundred ninety nine billion nine hundred ninety nine thousand yeah. yeah. <laughs> points. Then it goes back to zero, and then it, yeah. it kill screens instantly. It's like Y2K. It's terrible. And Y2K with Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> All right, we'll stop with our silliness, but yes. We, we, we told this terrible Echo the Dolphin story over Paul's video. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what well, terrible I interviewers we are. To <laughs> correct you guys a little bit, what actually happens is so he, uh, he goes through the bricks, and he tracks on to... Uh, your guy so there's no resistance when he goes through the brick so he automatically kills you within like the first second of the level start uh, oh. factory to end the game it's like all right you've played yep. too long you're eating too many quarters okay that goes here so it's so so echo the dolphin is like the uh he's like the skeleton in bubble bobble mm -hmm. but it's a reward <laughs> not a punishment yeah yeah, except he's like well, well, really, really I, fat. I just want to say that headshot of that dolphin was absolutely beautiful. That's the <laughs> it's hard to get and the a second thing out of it. <laughs> they need to make Echo into an arcade game too. Yeah, then, then it could be in the MGL tournament. <laughs> That's right. So that it, uh, we go back in time for that reason it. alone. Um, all right, Paul. So when it says it goes. Hey, listen. Hey, listen, guys. I also heard that if in in Zookeeper, if you do get the the dolphin and you jump the dolphin as well, instead of getting thirty million points, you will get one hundred million points. Really? So oh, nice. That's what I've heard. Oh, it's the latest in CAG stories. <laughs> wow. Yes. Uh, and um, as Paul. Hornitsky is the only man ever to do this. We didn't. Re I didn't realize no. how great of a zookeeper slash Echo the Dolphin player he was. That <laughs> now he's there. <laughs> uh, all right, Paul, you ready? You ready to kick can, off? Can I tournament? just say? Oh, go ahead. Hang on a second. <laughs> I just got to let you know that um, with zookeeper, really, my, uh, John Petrich is a fantastic player. I don't know if you know this guy, but he's the world champion on zookeeper. And uh, I think he may be the only player in the world who's done the 30 million point jump. So um, as far as me, have I done that? No, but I've got to give credit to him. He's done well. I think one of the Crams has played that exceptionally well as well. Um, I think Ross Bezinger is also Is an that a picture player. of him up yeah. on the screen? I, I do believe Ross, <laughs> Ross has done a 30 million point jump before. But there's the hundred million point there. Yeah. <laughs> the Nick comes up and says, oh, we lost it. We lost Nick, folks. 
Um, next time I have breakfast with Ed Anunziato, I'm going to have to ask him about the 100 million point Oh, joke. he's coming on the show. You know what? What do you think the, se- the settle on the screen finale is going to be? You know what, guys? I'm, I'm, um, I'm willing to um, throw out an offer f- for everyone, too. If someone can get the 30 million to 100 million point jump with the Echo the Dolphin kill screen on Zookeeper verified for Twin oh, Galaxies. You're putting a bounty out? Yes. You get the Twin Galaxies car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we will make a Twin Galaxies car. Unless you're, unless you're William McAvoy, then you still don't get it. No car for you. <laughs> Everyone else gets the car. We can make cars. <laughs> the Twin Galaxies car does exist. It's out there, and you can have it. Get by that, just getting that kill screen, jump echo. <laughs> just that's all you got to do. So easy. You got to jump him. That's all. Very simple. <laughs> just a little bit of practice and elbow grease, and you can <laughs> be the next zookeeper slash echo revealer. Yeah. Okay, Paul. Um, <laughs> Nick's got a car out there already. Dang, Nick, we're good. Um, all right, Paul, you ready to now start the tournament? We got Mame loaded up here. We can play the last ten minutes, and we can be the first okay. entries. All right. Okay. So here we go. Live on Settle It on the screen. Game one. Nominated by Sean Perotta from Batfink in Montana. God knows where Batfink in Montana is. It could be near Cat's Creek. Somewhere says that. knows where Montana is. <laughs> <laughs> the game one is where it all began in the CAD gaming world in the first golden age, I would say. It is going to be Space Invaders Part 2, the Tato version. Very cool. Okay. Part two, the the Tato version. So Space Invaders Part Two, and it's the Tato ROM. Okay. Let's see if we have. It. We should have it. Okay. So you can start playing. You can start competing in this game right now. You can, but I've got to give you the game settings so that okay. you know what they are. And when I say the game settings, they are the TG settings. So if you're at home right now and you want to play late in the evening or you've got the day off tomorrow, what you can do is go to TG, look at the website. It'll have the game settings. I've actually got it here right now. So the lives is three. The unknown is off. The high score preset mode is off. Coin info is on and cabinet is upright. So that's lives three, unknown off, high score preset mode off, coin info on, cabinet upright, Put in a credit if you want it. Like I said, I invite you to go to the arcade if they have this game. Probably Galloping Ghost does. And put in a quarter and play for your life and post your scores at Twin Galaxies. Awesome. We're going to start right now. So it's on like Shark Shark right now. It's on like Shark Shark. Me and Josh are going to fight over who's going to get first. (laughs) If we have time. We should have time. We should have time. Oh, I won't need much time in this game. Okay. And just so you know, we've also got game two to launch as well because we launched two games at the same time. Oh, so that oh, if people yes. don't like, yeah, so if people don't like one game or they have a preference for another, we give them another choice. So we always launch with two. So let's do game two. 
And this one's been nominated by a guy that's always on your show, a guy by the name of Max Haraski. Yes. Oh, awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah, he, he's the he's the guy that loves eating spinach. I don't know why, but he does. <laughs> and he's he's from Ghost Town in Chicago. And the game he has picked, which is game two, live on this show, is Rainbow Islands New Version. Yes. Great oh, game. Oh, awesome game. Oh. So, as you know, well, I hope you people know that Bubble Bobble was an absolute sensational game, and this is the sequel to that game. I'll just give you the settings quickly on the uh, show so that you know what they are, but they are the TG settings. They're cabinet upright, flip screen off, service mode off, demo stands on, difficulty medium, bonus life 100k, 1000k, Complete bonus one up, lives three, and the rest is pretty straightforward. So, just to add on to what you guys said before, they are the TG settings, but I will be posting after this show the settings at TG in the actual online contest thread so that you can all see the settings, plus, you can also start putting in your scores. I got this working. I'm gonna be the yes. first one. Night, excellent game, Paul. Guy, that's such a great game. Well, you got to thank Max first for, for nominating it, and uh, Max has, hasn't got a very good track record for nominating games. We played Hammer and Harry, I think, in the last MGL, <laughs> and from all the feedback I got, I think all the MGL gamers wanted to kill him. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> a, a bit of a. So, so has has Max lost his uh, gamer fatwa after uh, after last year with with this Rainbow Islands introduction? I, I hope well, so because this is this is a good one. This is a good one. Well, I think maybe he's got some credibility back, so I think we'll <laughs> let Max back in the tournament. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Good choice this year, Max, and and don't worry about last year's choice either. Haters gonna hate. I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> so just one other thing I wanted to mention to you guys, just the last thing I wanted to point out is I'd really love you, Josh and Michael oh, and Glendo when he's around. <laughs> you guys, you need to put in a score on the MGL. We, I'm trying Play to these right games now. and put them in. Get we will. We're going to tonight, if possible. Yeah. It is on like Shark Shark. We're, we're, we're doing this, and uh, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm super trying. excited. I'm trying. It is, uh, it's been great to have you, Paul. Yes, thanks for joining us tonight, for sure. It's uh, Look, good luck pleasure. to you. Now, Paul, one more question, if you don't mind. Yes. Real quick. Yeah. Are, now, I know you are the, the referee, you are the, the chooser of Dang the game awesome. order, all this stuff. Can you, do you compete in the MGL? I, look, when, do you want the referee in the NBA to play... <laughs> For the Cavs, mm -hmm. do you want the referee to play for the Patriots in the NFL? Absolutely not. And there you do. There you so do. I sort of, <laughs> so I prefer not to do that. I think potentially there can be a conflict of interest, especially if um, you know, if I'm doing really well. And I'm and I'm not saying I would, but I want to avoid all that, and I really want to spend my energy on time for all you folks out there to play in the tournament. I'll facilitate, I'll handle the scoreboards, I'll make sure everything runs smoothly. If you've got any questions, just ask, 
and it's about getting the community involved. So for myself, I would prefer not to to play, but I have in the past well, played one or two games. Sorry. That's no, I, that you know, I, I had a feeling that's what you were going to say, Paul, because I know you're a straight shooter, and I know that you know you take this tournament very seriously. So I thought you might say that, but. And you're right. I actually agree with you 100% with everything you said, but first, you work so hard. It'd be nice if you could, you know, have some fun with it, too. And I hope you do enjoy doing it, even though you don't get play directly. I, I get the most enjoyment, and I know this sounds strange, out of watching what all the gamers do and what they play. I really enjoy looking at TG and the news and all the work they're doing, all the journalists, what they're doing. I'm really across the sport, if I can say it nicely. And you know, gaming is fantastic. They're both a passion, and I just want you guys to all enjoy it and go for it. Enjoy IGBY when it comes up. Do Y Olympics, Puzzle Madness, Crap Tournament, whatever you want to do. Just go for it. It's really for the gamers. That's what we're here for, and I'm very happy to do it. No! Excellent. Well, thank you, Paul. You've, uh, it's been a pleasure. There's the first score. There's the first there, score, Paul. Mike just threw down the first score. He, um, <laughs> he managed to do it without completely interrupting the final mm, interview with still, Paul. But, well, but no, you did good I'm job, I'm doing Mike. what Paul wants. Yeah, you are doing what Paul wants. So there you go, folks. <laughs> 1480 didn't even beat the first level. Well, hey, but that's it started. That's a score. The tournament has started. It's official. Thanks, Paul, for joining us. Um, just real quick reminder, since we have one last minute, you can if you if you get the kill screen in Zookeeper, you can win win Galaxy Sky. Just a reminder. Oh man. Um, so. Which may or may not have been my old car like a couple days ago. Yes. Um, Why are you guys showing a picture of my car on the screen? By the way, I didn't know you'd given up your car. That's, that's quite generous of you, Josh. I gave it to Josh. Josh. Oh, okay. <laughs> and now Nick's giving it to Paul. Okay. Yeah. Paul, uh, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Yes. Tomorrow night on the show, we're going to finish the Sonic CD. Uh, let's this game. Uh, hopefully, I will beat it tomorrow night on the show. Uh, and we're going to call out Max Harasky right now and Sean McCobb. We want you on Monday for uh, King of the Pins. So yes. this is a live on air invite to Monday for King of the Pins. Yeah, they're bowling. On the screen. Um, so for my co-host Josh Hauslander, Glenn Updike, Nick in the control room, I'm Michael Sorokin. Thanks again, Paul, for joining us, and we will see and you thank, guys. And, and thank you very much, too, guys. You were fantastic, and let's play. Yeah, that's right. Let's play. Make sure you guys play in MGL32 uh, So on the Twin Galaxies forum. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. Good night, everybody. I like Christina Aguilera. Good person. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. What a girl wants.